Welcome to the Mindfulness Meditation Podcast presented by the Rubin Museum of Art. We are a museum in Chelsea, New York City that connects visitors to the art and ideas of the Himalayas and serves as a space for reflection and personal transformation. I'm your host, Dawn Eshelman. Every Monday we present a meditation session inspired by a different artwork from the Rubin Museum's collection and led by a prominent meditation teacher from the New York area. This podcast is a recording of our weekly practice, currently held virtually. In the description for each episode, you will find information about the theme for that week's session, including an image of the related artwork. Our Mindfulness Meditation Podcast is presented in partnership with Sharon Salzberg and teachers from the New York Insight Meditation Center, the Interdependence Project, and Parabola Magazine. And now, please enjoy your practice. Hello, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Mindfulness Meditation Online here with the Rubin Museum of Art. Nice to have you join us today. My name is Dawn Eshelman, and as many of you know, we are a museum of Himalayan art and ideas in New York City. And here we are in our, our weekly program that pairs art and meditation practice. So, Yes, we'll take a look at an art from artwork from our collection. We'll hear a brief talk, and then we'll have a short sit together, just 15 to 20 minutes. Um, so happy October. We are we're talking about growth this month. Um, and throughout our entire year, we've been exploring this this theme of impermanence that um, many of us have throughout the year experienced in ways that we did not expect. And growth is a type of change, a type of impermanence that, while may offer some discomfort, right? Often we have to um, get a little uncomfortable in order to grow. But it is often an, an optimistic aspect of this idea of impermanence, this, this sense that growth is part of our nature. And so we're looking today at a beautiful sculpture made of wood from 1600s Nepal. This is Lakshmi, the Hindu goddess of wealth. And if you're looking at this sculpture through a Buddhist lens, you may identify this goddess here as Tara. And in fact, um, it's unclear which deity this was meant to depict they're often referred to together and are, you know, it's, this is this interesting interconnectivity between cultures and religions, right? So as Lakshmi here, she is the, the daughter of the mother goddess Durga and the wife of Vishnu. And she is unequivocally this, this goddess of wealth, of bounty, of the harvest, and not just physical and monetary wealth, but spiritual bounty, right? So both worldly and spiritual. And we see that her abundance and her bounty is depicted here in the ornaments that she is wearing all over her body. We see a crown and earrings, necklaces, a belt. We see bracelets and a beautiful multicolored cloth and clothing 
And this is a wooden sculpture, as I mentioned, but it is painted here and also gilt. And we're seeing her seated on a lotus throne. We've talked so much about the lotus and what it represents. And here also, uh, we're seeing these lotuses that are blooming everywhere around her, over her shoulders, underneath her. And this uh, also refers to this sense of bounty, of beauty. So this is also a time of year where Lakshmi is celebrated. And so it's great to be able to spend a little time here looking at her together. I'd love to, love to hear a little bit from our teacher today about this idea of growth and how it relates to meditation, but also the beautiful Lakshmi. So delighted to have here with us today, Lama Arya Droma. Are you there? Hello. Hello. How are you today? Welcome everyone. Thank you all for joining in today from all around the world. I want to thank Dawn and her team and thank you Rubin Museum for uh, hosting us uh, in this virtual platform. And so we could all come together. I'm so absolutely delighted uh, to connect with you all. Uh, although I can't see you all, I hope you can feel my love. Uh, so here's this beautiful artwork, Goddess Lakshmi, a very popular Hindu uh, from the uh, Indian tradition, from the Hindu tradition. She's a, the goddess of wealth, fortune, love, beauty, joy, and prosperity. Uh, and the lotus in her hand symbolizes the spiritual aspect, which is self-realization and spiritual liberation. Uh, so she's the goddess of wealth and prosperity. And during the Hindu New Year, which falls in October or November every year, and this year it's in November 14th, the devotee, all the Hindu devotees from all around the world perform Lakshmi Puja, uh, which is a ritual during Diwali, the festival of lights. Um, and according to the legend, Lakshmi, the goddess of wealth, will visit her devotees and bestow gifts and blessings uh, to, so to welcome the goddess, we perform ceremonial uh, pujas, rituals, and uh, the devotees all light their house with lamps to show her the path um, so she can come and bless the house with uh, wealth and prosperity. And it's, a, it's about new beginnings and the triumph of good over evil and light over darkness. And it's all about new growth. So every year the devotees celebrate uh, Lakshmi um, when, in the form of rituals and she's always prayed daily, there are prayers offered to her daily in all these Hindu households. Uh, so she bestows wealth and prosperity. So I was originally born in India and practiced the Hindu tradition. And I'm familiar with all these Hindu deities and enjoyed all these wonderful festivals associated with all these deities. So it was praying to Lakshmi, to Saraswati, to Lord Ganesh, to Lord Shiva. And during my school and college years, I studied Christianity. And over a decade ago, I formally studied and practiced 
Tibetan Buddhism and also learned Zoroastrian and um, the Islam uh, tradition. I feel so very blessed and so enriched to have the opportunity uh, to study from these diverse religious and spiritual uh, traditions um, in all these diverse multicultural, spiritual and religious tradition, there's one important factor that connects them all. And that is the practice of meditation and with the intention to transform oneself and to grow spiritually. And now the artwork from the Buddhist tradition the deity is known as Tara, and my name Drolma is from the Tibetan Buddhist tradition, which also means Tara, uh, the liberator. And Tara, the deity Tara, is known as the mother of all Buddhas. Tara is the most popular deity in the Tibetan Buddhist tradition. Every Tibetan, whether you are in the monastery or you are outside the monastery, does the practice of Tara, and every Tibetan monastery all around the world will chant Tara's praise daily to invoke her blessings, especially monastics like me who are in the spiritual path. We pray to Mother Tara for her protections and blessings so she, and for her guidance, so we will always be in the path and to lead us to enlightenment. Um, so Tara is a very, very beloved deity. Here in this artwork, uh, the deity Tara, she's seated upon the lotus flower and the lotus flower is a very sacred symbol associated with purity, enlightenment, compassion, transformation and growth. And while she's seated, um, on the lotus, it's symbolic that she's fully enlightened. And when you're fully enlightened, you have the most compassionate and a loving kindness. That's what your heart is all about. So her right hand is facing outward in the mudra of supreme generosity, indicating her ability to provide beings with whatever they desire. And she's also seated in a very distinctive posture. Her right leg is extended out to show that she's, she's always ready and comes swiftly to anyone who immediately asks to assist anyone who calls for their help or anyone who prays to her with devotion. Her compassion for all being is stronger than the mother's love for her children. So her mantra is Om Tare Tutare Ture Soha, which means praise to the Tara, hail. More importantly, as a spiritual practitioner, uh, you and I, the ultimate purpose we pray to Mother Tara is to develop the same qualities she possesses, such as peacefulness, loving kindness, generosity, compassion, and wisdom. And all the while, the ultimate goal is to seek enlightenment. Most of us, often, we think negative, uh, negatively about ourselves. We have a lot of self-doubt, fear, 
anxiety. And if we have, if we think negatively about ourselves every day, gradually it becomes a habit. And these negative aspects become stronger and stronger. Example, when we become very angry or fearful, we find it very hard to calm ourselves. So the ideas, especially during these challenging days, um, you know, there's so much uncertainty, there's so much hopelessness, and there's fear, and uh, you know, you're wondering what is going to happen to my future. And so each day when you have this fear and anxiousness, you tend to make it into a habit, and that's what um, you're giving your attention to. But whereas here, when we pray to Mother Tara or pray to Lakshmi, we are really asking their blessings to, you know, elevate us from this anxiety and fear. And also they are symbolic of their beautiful qualities, which is our own innate nature, the qualities of peacefulness, loving kindness and compassion. And through them, we try to acquire those qualities by chanting prayers to them or, you know, visualizing them or with our spiritual practice or and with meditation. And so the reason we invoke Mother Tara's blessings and pray to her is so we can transform our own minds and become more peaceful and compassionate person which is our true innate nature, our Buddha nature, and which we cannot see right now. All this, the Buddha nature that we have within us, we cannot see it because we have, our minds have so many obstacles and it's like a mirror covered by the dust um, where we can't see our own reflection. And Tara, the Deity Tara is the manifestation of what each of us can become. As such, she shows us the good qualities we can cultivate, like loving kindness, generosity, compassion, peacefulness, and all the Dharma practices such as meditation, chantings are designed to transform our minds and purify our minds to experience our true selves, our human potential, becoming the best and attaining the qualities of Tara, which is our true nature. So why am I emphasizing on these deities and their characteristics? What is so important about them? It's because during these challenging times, many of us feel, like I said before, anxiety, fear, and stress. And we're concerned and worried about our health, our financial situation. And all this lead to grief and the loss of normalcy. You know, nothing is normal today. Uh, everything has changed. And these emotions can become overwhelming and we can get anxious and we may feel all alone facing the world. And during these times, it's very important to know that you're not alone. You have Mother Tara, Lakshmi, and all these beautiful deities, Buddha, whoever um, you uh, choose to pray to, to call on them to help you, to protect you. And uh, whoever you are familiar with, you don't need to be a Buddhist to receive, the to receive Mother Tara's blessings. Anyone can pray to Mother Tara and she will bestow her blessings. And why is it so? Because she is enlightened. 
and there is no distinction from uh, from her that whoever prays to prays to her she will bestow the blessing she'll protect them and tara is known to protect uh, people and during these challenging times we can practice mindfulness we can learn to deal better with negative thoughts rather than reacting unconsciously we can learn to be calm and peaceful during these adverse times and when you're calm and peaceful your mind is more spacious to make the right decisions the right uh, you can take the right actions so mindful meditation can be defined as learning to bring our attention to the present moment by focusing our breath and simply seeing whatever comes up without any judgment so what what do we do normally we live in the past or we live in the future and that is why there are so many fears so when your attention wanders off to the future or to the past your mind is constantly you know anxious and stressful and uh, with meditation we bring our mind constantly to the present moment we learn to cultivate peace and calmness and by returning to the present moment we can actually cut through all this accumulation of stress and anxiety and develop clarity strength and stability in everyday life meditation is not just about peacefulness and calmness although it's very simple it's really about it's very very profound and with every day when you practice meditation your intuition um, will only progress and learn through meditation the path to enlightenment so let's start the meditation today and today we'll use the breath as an anchor to focus our minds this is very popular method because we breathe all the time and it's very easy to put our attention on our breath and i'll give you a guided meditation when we start the meditation there are two essential points the first essential point is your posture so in this meditation we will sit upright and keep your spine as upright as you can but also be very comfortable i know there may be people who may have some uh, pain at the back so do your best but sit upright and uh, keep your uh, spine straight and now the second essential point the second essential point is your mind so the mind is what actually does the meditation so the mind should be relaxed in the present moment of awareness this means if your mind is still in the office or in, at home or somewhere else you bring your mind's attention to your body and how do we do that by putting attention on our breath so the mind is like a monkey mind it jumps from one thought to another and so what does that mind need a mind needs anchor and the anchor is the breath there are many ways to anchor your mind you can do it uh, anchor your mind on an object on sound on tactile sensations but today we will put our mind's attention on our breath okay so today we are focusing on our breath so let's put our mind's attention on our breath and just to all come together and settle in let's all take three deep breaths 
And when you exhale, just gently breathe out all your tensions and negative thoughts, okay? So let's do one. Inhale deeply. <sighs> exhale out. The second breath. Inhale deeply. <sighs> Exhale out all your stress and negative emotions. And the third breath, inhale deeply. <sighs> Fantastic. That's three breaths together we took. Now, please breathe normally and breathe at your own pace and rhythm because we all have different rhythms and paces. So please breathe normally, okay? And I will give you a guided meditation. Again, please sit upright. And you can put your gaze downward. You can close your eyes if you want, or you can keep them open, whatever you prefer. So inhale and exhale. Breathe in. Breathe in normally and see your breath go all the way into your abdomen. And as you breathe out, breathe out to the front of your front of the space in front of you. Just rest in that present moment of awareness. And we will sit together, putting our attention on our breath, breathing normally, and keeping our mind in the present moment of awareness. Inhale and exhale. And as you exhale, just breathe out into the space in front of you and just rest in that present moment of awareness.
and somewhere around now, your mind probably has wandered off. And when you notice your mind has wandered off, it's okay. That's what the mind does. It wanders off into a thought and the thought becomes another story and the narrative starts continuing and then the emotions will rise. The moment you notice your mind has wandered off, just say, acknowledge your thoughts. Don't push away your thoughts. Acknowledge them. Say thinking and just drop it. Let it go. Don't follow your thoughts. Don't engage in it. And return back to your breath. Putting your mind's attention on your breath. Put your mind's attention very firmly on your breath. Inhale and exhale. And as you exhale, breathe out to the uh, front of you, to the space in front of you. And just bring your mind to the present moment of awareness and just rest in that present moment of awareness. Let's sit in this meditation for a few minutes. Inhale and exhale. And as you exhale, breathe out to the space in front of you and just rest in that present moment of awareness. Do not follow the past. The past is finished. Do not think of the future. I must do this or I have to do that. And 
especially when you start to meditate, you know, when you have that calm and peaceful mind, you'll have a lot of lists you'll start making. So this is a time to meditate. Um, and you can do the list later, you will remember. So when you're meditating, your mind will wander off and follow the past. And the past is finished. Do not think of the future, I must do this or that, because the future is not here yet. And rest your mind in that present moment of awareness without any distractions. And at, in the beginning, you will be distracted because that's the nature of your mind. It goes from one thought to the other. And slowly, slowly with practice, you will see you'll become very efficient. And if you wonder how long should I meditate, you can always start for one minute, two minutes, and extend it as much as long as you like. So again, let's bring our mind's attention to our breath. Inhale and exhale. Breathe normally, breathe gently. And as you exhale, let your breath go all the way into the space in front of you and just rest in that present moment of awareness. Meditation allows you to look inward. So when you meditate, you will see a lot of thoughts, list of things to do, like I mentioned before, thoughts coming and going, even more thoughts. And depending on the thoughts, the emotion arises. So, but as soon as you realize these thoughts coming in and out, just say thinking and gently let go. And then tell yourself, this is your time to meditate. And Little by little, you will begin to enjoy looking inward. It feels so peaceful and feels so spacious. You'll have more clarity and focus. Milarepa, he was one of the most famous Tibetan yogis. He would say, when mind looks at mind, it's very blissful. And I really uh, advise you all to call on these deities, Lakshmi or Tara, Saraswati, Ganesh, Buddha, Muhammad, Zarashvan, uh, or, or anyone whom you favor, 
call on them to help you because they are enlightened beings. They are like angels, like even Mother Mary, call on them to help you, to guide you, to protect you. And uh, as uh, I mentioned, meditation really makes you peaceful and calm. And you'll understand when you start practicing meditation, in this moment of spaciousness, there's going to be growth. There'll be answers to a lot of your questions. And this is the collective interconnectedness that we can all come together and meditate. And what happens is that spills over to other people. And uh, remember when uh, thoughts uh, or emotions or a sensation arises, as soon as you re recognize it, simply say, that's a thought. That's an emotion and let it go gently. Don't follow after that. But the, the important aspect is don't block your thoughts. When you push away your thoughts or block your thoughts, more thoughts will come. It's like the waterfall you see, you can never stop it. And your thoughts are like that. That's the nature of the mind. So don't ever try to block your thoughts. Instead, when you're meditating, when you see thoughts come and go, just acknowledge it and say thoughts. You just have to give a label like thinking and let go and bring your mind's attention to your breath. Feeling your breath go all the way in and as it comes out, let, let it breathe out to the uh, space in front of you and just rest in that present moment of awareness. And let's do one more minute and we can taking some questions. So inhale and exhale, breathe normally, breathe gently. And as you exhale, let your breath go into the space and space in front of you and rest in that present moment of awareness. Your thoughts are like the clouds in the sky. The sky the, is like your mind and the clouds just come and go. They don't leave any trace, but we tend to grab onto the thoughts to make it into a narrative. So I hope um, this meditation was helpful. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. That concludes this week's practice. If you would like to support the Rubin and this meditation series, we invite you to become a member of the Rubin. Thank you for listening. Have a mindful day.